If we lose freedom here, there's no place to escape to. This is the last stand on Earth. All things safe. Representative Gates insane. Good morning to you. You're listening to All Things Sane with State Representative Jason Sane. I am your host. And joining me today in studio, good friend of mine, Jeff Pillars. Welcome to the show, sir. Is this thing on? Is this thing on? It is. Somebody freshen up my drink. It's, <laughs> what time is it? <laughs> we need a little more, actually. Uh, it's great to have you on. Nice uh, to be here, man. I want to be here in the beginning and couldn't work it out with my schedule, but today it was worth the drive. It's oh. nice. That's the farthest I've driven in. Ten years? Is that right? Yeah. Wow. And wow. it was I just soaking it up. I well, loved it. And it's a beautiful day to do it, too. Oh, yeah. Well, it, it is the inaugural, uh, or not inaugural, I guess the annual Great Sign Harvest Day. It's the day after the election. So it's, you know, right. the, the Great Pumpkin That's, brings the signs and does it for about a month. And then the day after, it's the Great Sign Harvest. Well, they're letting the crops rot out by where I live because the signs are still up. And they use, uh, the signs are still up from 2020. To be honest, some places. It's ridiculous out there. <laughs> well, you live out, what, Union County Union area? County, Mineral Springs, right between Waxhaw and Monroe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, love it. Well, glad you made the drive today, and we're going to catch up, do lunch afterwards. And uh, longtime friend, uh, first-time uh, appearance on the show. So yeah. Great to have you. Thanks, you, buddy. Uh, a little later in the show, at the 1115 uh, break, we're going to have Greg Gephardt on. He's the Executive Director of Military Missions in Action, a North Carolina-founded and focused veterans nonprofit that is dedicated to assisting uh, they're loving, supporting families, uh, dedicated to assisting veterans in need, members of all armed forces, and um, does a lot. And Greg's been a longtime friend. Uh, he's uh, also an Iraq War vet- veteran and continues to serve in the North Carolina National Guard, where he commands the 105th Engineer Battalion out of Rayford, North Carolina. And as battalion commander, he's responsible for the 500-plus citizen soldiers at armories in, armories in Rayford, Laurenburg, Rockingham, Mount Airy, Butner, Moxville, and Lexington. So it'll be good to have Greg on. It's uh, We have Veterans Day this week, so uh, we should always celebrate our veterans, but particularly think about them this week. So we'll have him on. And we'll talk a little bit about elections. Um, my good friend Chris Carney smoked him in his uh, mayoral race. Uh, he had previously served on uh, town council some years ago. I can't remember how long ago it's been, but over a decade, and uh, made a comeback and come back in a big way. He's, I think it was like 81%, 82%. Wow. And uh, so he's uh, strong, strong showing. But uh, we'll have uh, we'll, we'll talk more about that. And then I think last I looked, uh, Tart Bakari held on uh, down in the city of Charlotte. That was another close race. It uh, three hundred and something votes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and you know, uh, they 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 took out everything, this kitchen sink and all of it, and threw it at him. But uh, he he did well, survived. Uh, he and Ed Driggs, I think, are the two sole surviving Republicans in the uh, city of Charlotte. So glad to see that happening from from my perspective. Uh, and probably one of the best things that could happen to the city of Charlotte, whether they know it or not. But um, uh, all interesting things. Um, we did not have uh, local elections in Lincoln County, where I represent. We moved those elections as a cost saver uh, to taxpayers uh, some years ago. So all of our local elections are held in even years, and uh, not a not a bad thing to do because you can save taxpayers a little bit of change when you do that. But we are uh, here on the show uh, in studio. Uh, last week was doing it from home, doing it here today, and just glad to have uh, my good buddy Jeff with me. Um, a lot going on and then a lot of nothing going on. We finished session as, as we told you. So, uh, I, I am, you know, tan ready and, uh, and relaxed. So it's, it's nice to be back home. 
you uh, you've spent some time in radio. Done a little bit of uh, of a twenty three years. Wow, wow, twenty three years. Oh, it's awesome to have you on. There's only so many fart jokes you can tell. Right. You know, yeah. <laughs> and you start recycling them after about the third year. That's my resume. Well, which is a nice resume. You've, uh, if people are listening to your voice and you sound familiar, you've been on some uh, other local shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, not not quite as big as this one, but. Uh, you got to sure. do what you got to do. Yeah, I, I know. I know. It's, uh, but uh, John Boy and Billy fame and yep. uh, a lot of voiceovers and commercials that you hear. Video games, voiceovers, yeah. commercials. Yeah, you've done it all. Podcasts. Oh, my God. It's yeah. just a non-ending. <laughs> well. Absolutely glad to have you on today. Happy to be here, man. Nice yeah. to be someplace. Yeah. Well, hey, it's uh, it beats the alternative, doesn't it? Yep. Uh, I, as I always tell people, uh, you know, I did see the sunshine this morning. So, is that what that is? Well, I, it, I don't it, even remember. It hurt my eyes actually. Um, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't like it all that much. Uh, it particularly don't like this time change. Uh, you may follow uh, what I've tried to do, which is uh, at least pass a resolution that says, "Hey, we'd like to stick to one time." I picked daylight savings time. Quite frankly, I'd stick with either one. I don't have that big a preference, but the time change kills me. I don't know if does it mess with you at that much? Uh, well, I, I live on fifteen acres, and so and I've got a hundred animals, so I got to get up at four mm-hmm. and get everybody fed, and then you know I, I'm do I'm doing something in the dark, no matter when. So the time change really doesn't affect me that much because I'm kind of used to doing it all like that. But it's just the aggravation of having to reset the clocks and do all this other stuff. I mean, I understand for farmers why they do it. I understand. I totally get it. Parents with their kids at the uh, bus stop don't want to be there in the dark. I, I 100% understand. But it's just, I mean, it just seems like just so unnecessary. So, so the, you're saying the animals don't understand the time change? They don't. I mean, when that time changes and I'm an hour late feeding. Oh, now that they know. They know. Yeah. They know. They're out there waiting, tapping their watch, going, fat boy, what's the deal? What's, come, uh, what's the delay? On, Are you watching the news? Let's go. Well, I have hated it for years because, you know, if you try to stick to any type of schedule and then it changes like that. Right. You, you know, I can fly to the West Coast, come back, my body adjusts. Yeah. It's no big deal. But for whatever reason, when that time change happens in my regular life, yeah. it takes me two, two and a half weeks to just yeah. adjust. So I know people have been suffering through that all week. The only time I ever had ch- going back and forth to the West Coast never bothered me. I did it for years. Uh, going back and forth to South Africa, the way I did, that's a seven-hour time change. Yeah. Going down, no problem. Coming back, it took me weeks. Oh, I'm sure weeks it did. Weeks and weeks and weeks. Yeah. Yeah, no, I did the same thing. I did a trip to Israel. Uh, you know, when it was safe to do it, sure, to Israel. sure. And um, I think it's a five-hour time change there, and that was that was brutal coming back. Once I got there, it was fine. Yeah, why is that? Going over is no problem. Coming back was just murder. I think part of it's the excitement, right? You, you, yeah, that's probably going to be true. something new. Yeah. And then you're you've had a full trip, and now you're tired. Um, I, that's probably it. But I, you know, I'm not a doctor, but I play one on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> also, not a lawyer, but I play one on the house floor. It's, uh, it's very nice. <laughs> We pass laws, do things like that. Uh, you're listening to All Things Sane. Uh, here in just a moment, we're going to have Greg Gephardt on. He's a good friend. Uh, it is, uh, I, I'm going to call it Veterans Week, for, for lack of a better yeah. term. We should do it more than a day, for sure. Uh, but he is the Executive Director of Military Missions in Action, so he'll be joining us. Look forward to that. I think we're going to have a, maybe a guest appearance from Chris Carney and uh, Tart Bakari here soon. Um, they'll, they'll call in probably around the 1145 uh, time frame. We'll uh, catch up with them and let them do a little victory lap. Uh, I know that uh, I know that Tark was uh, as as Joe Bruno was uh, 
posting last night on uh, Twitter, X, whatever they're calling it these days, uh, that uh, I think they were doing shots at Selwyn Pub in uh, in celebration <laughs> for Dart McCarry. Uh, who could blame him, right? Yeah, no kidding. But uh, hey, well, we'll uh, we won't do shots. Unfortunately, I think I forgot uh, forgot the bottle, Jeff. I'm, it's my my oversight. I've got one in the car. You well, don't have to. You don't have to go far. <laughs> we travel with one. Yep. Um, but it is great to uh, uh, have uh, have you on the show, and we'll have them on as well. Talk a little politics and elections and everything else. We're uh, you're listening to All Things Saint here on WSIC. Uh, we do the show every week, and you can find the podcast on Apple Podcasts. You can find it on Spotify. You can find it just about anywhere you find a po- podcast. Uh, you can also even watch us on YouTube. And I mean, I think the eye candy that's being provided today would be phenomenal you for cannot, most viewers. You can't beat it. <laughs> we appreciate you listening. We'll be back in just a moment with Greg Gephardt. If we lose freedom here, there's no place to escape to. This is the last stand on Earth. All things safe. We've got fun and games. we got everything you want, honey. We know the names. We are the people that can find. Welcome to the jungle. You're listening to All Things Sane. I'm your host, Representative Jason Sane. Joining me today in studio, good friend Jeff Pillars. Jeff, glad to have you on. I love that joiner music. I love that guy. You like that? That guy, I've got like three of his albums. Mm. So I find that stuff late at night when I can't sleep, you know, because I'm worried they might find the bodies and conscious. <laughs> and uh, so I, I, I search YouTube and 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 um, and I found a couple of his songs. It's like, oh, that's cool. I got to integrate that into the just show. doing them like lounge songs. Yeah, lounge yeah. against the machine. It's just great. Welcome to the jungle. I, he's got some great ones. Um, I've got another one. What was it? Um, Oh man, it's just t- tons of show tunes, but real, you know, regular regular songs. I got another group for you to check out. Yeah. Lost Straight Jackets. Lost Straight Jackets. Lost. Okay. LOS. LOS. Oh, they, they dress like uh, luchadors. They wear wrestling masks. Yeah. And they do like um, 60s and uh, 50s and 60s updated rock and roll numbers that they write. I love that. It's just great. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. It's just great. That's, that'd be great bumper music, too. You'll uh, try to find some. I'll have to find that. Uh, and you heard it here first. Uh, joining us on video, and uh, as you will hear over the airwaves, my good friend Greg Gephardt. He's the Executive Director of Military Missions in Action, a North Carolina-founded and focused veterans nonprofit that is dedicated to assisting um, our veterans. Uh, sir, welcome to the show. Great to have you on. Thank you so much, Jason. Good to be with you uh, and an honor. So uh, thank you for allowing me to share a bit about uh, our mission and, and what we do here at Military Missions in Action and, um, you know, the greater support um, from across the, the state, quite frankly, you, your listeners of all things veterans in North Carolina. Well, we're, we're uh, proud to support and, and really want to just say a heartfelt thank you. Um, I don't think we say thank you enough uh, to those who are willing to serve and who have who have risked it all, and some have gave all. So we we appreciate you and, and appreciate everybody that you serve with. Uh, so it, we want to make sure that they understand that. And um, you're an Iraq Iraq War veteran yourself. That's right, yes, sir. So uh, originally enlisted in the Army back in 2000, and uh, like uh, very common with many veterans, uh, you know, you maybe don't plan to make it a career, but you fall in love with, um, you know, with the discipline, with the, um, you know, the, the sense of being part of something bigger than yourself. And 
So yeah, uh, enlisted in 2000 and, and have been uh, in the military ever since, did eight years on active duty, deployed to Iraq in 2011 as a company commander and uh, returned back uh, to North Carolina. Um, I was stationed at Fort Bragg. And uh, once uh, I returned, my wife and I made North Carolina our home and I transitioned to uh, the North Carolina National Guard where I still serve today. So um, still blessed to be able to wear the uniform and uh, honored to serve uh, the citizens of North Carolina and the Guard. Well, it's an honor to know you, and you've got a, a, a beautiful family, uh, if, and, and, and just a super guy. I mean, again, we, we met, I guess, first time you were working at the legislature, maybe. But was that when we first met? Maybe before that, yeah. even. Yeah, maybe slightly before. It was probably the fall of 2011 or, or early 2012, maybe. Uh, but yeah, uh, you know, I, when, I, when I transitioned off to active duty, um, far more than you or your listeners probably care to know, but... Uh, I would just like to highlight, you know, my transition, unfortunately, was like many other veterans. And what I mean by that is, um, you know, you go from wearing the uniform and being uh, part of that organization uh, that is the military. And then next thing you know, you know, you transition off active duty and you're you're kind of a, a, a person without a home, so to speak. I didn't have my tribe and um, I struggled with my transition, uh, didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. And um, you know, I, I decided to pursue politics and, and, you know, got got into politics and, you know, worked at the General Assembly there. And, and yes, that's where we crossed, crossed paths and uh, been friends ever since. And I appreciate all that uh, you've done and continue to do so, to support uh, uh, veterans and their families across the state. Well, thank you for saying so. And, and uh, so tell us tell us more about military missions in action. What do you do there? Yeah, so uh, we're a North Carolina-founded and focused veterans nonprofit. Uh, we serve all 100 counties. Uh, we offer th- we do three programs at Military Missions in Action. Um, fill the Foot Locker. Uh, we do traditional care packages overseas to deployed service members through that program. Uh, we also do Christmas toys uh, at Christmas time, and then we also um, uh, do unhoused veteran stand down kits. And what that is, uh, Jason, is we take. A lot of the toiletries and sundry items that we send overseas to soldiers, uh, we dual purpose those and we provide uh, those in a a backpack, a brand new backpack, uh, weatherized, uh, and hand those to uh, veterans who unfortunately are unhoused. Um, And we go to events all across the state to hand out those bags uh, to help veterans um, uh, that unfortunately are down on their luck and and are, you know, residing on the streets. And so we've handed out... um, Close to a thousand bags already this year. We were just in Macon County in Western North Carolina a couple weeks ago. Uh, I think we'll be in uh, Craven County this weekend handing those bags out. So that's our fill the footlocker program. We also do Operation Building Hope. That's home modifications for veterans who uh, need some modifications to remain in their homes. And then we also do uh, Homes for Healing. That is a essentially a furniture bank. Uh, we provide all home furnishings that any veterans or their family members would need and. Through that program, really uh, eight to nine out of 10 veterans that come to us through that program come through the VA. Uh, They have a HUD VASH voucher. Uh, The VA uh, finds them housing, and then we provide the home furnishings for them free of charge. And uh, proud to say in 2023, we've made 90 deliveries across the state uh, from as far west as Asheville to as far east as um, Newburn and everywhere in between. I did, I did a delivery myself up to Weldon up on the uh, Virginia border uh, a couple weeks ago. So, yeah, that's who we are and what we do in a nutshell. Well, that is that is pretty awesome, and that's a great mission for sure. Uh, and I know greatly appreciated by those veterans that, that get to be the recipients of it. I'd, I'm sure it uh, puts, puts a lot of meaning into your life and gives you a lot of purpose. 
It sure does. It does. And I don't know how much time you have. I'd be happy to share an anecdote. Oh, you um, got all the time we need. You, you, you tell us, please. I don't know if you had to take a radio break or not. But, we will uh, at 1130 and then uh, we can come back to you. Uh, so uh, it, it is very purposeful and very meaningful to me. And um, I was uh, I spoke at an event a couple of weeks ago and folks gathered items for us for our fill the footlocker program. And um, some of the items that they gathered were canned goods. And we don't do that type of, uh, of food at Military Missions Action. We do, you know, the beef jerkies, the nut mixes, the snacks sure. that go overseas. Um, but, you know, I was very appreciative to have that donation. And I took it from the folks. And I'm driving home that night in my truck thinking, man, what am I going to do with these two grocery bags full of canned goods? And I show up at the warehouse the next day and um, talking to one of our volunteers, um, Side note, we are almost 100% volunteer driven. We only have three full-time employees. Um, and so I was talking to one of our volunteers and I said, hey, Sue, um, what am I going to do with two bags of, of canned goods um, that we got last night at the speaking event I was at? And she said, uh, Greg, um, I know exactly what we're going to do with those. Um, we're helping a special forces veteran uh, named Ruben in Harnett County in Coates. And she said, hey, Ruben called me this morning and shared with me that um, – his bank account was $400 in the red and he didn't know how he was going to feed his family. And I said, you know what, Sue, I didn't know what I was going to do with those two bags of uh, canned goods when I got them last night, but the Lord knew uh, what we were going to do with those today. And so I drove him down to, uh, to Coates and um, gave them to Ruben, talked with them for about 20 minutes and, um, you know, just let him know, Hey, we're there for you, man. Uh, we're happy to help you. We're there for you. Um, and, uh, for about the first five or six minutes that we chatted, uh, Jason, he, he didn't make eye contact with me. He never looked up. And uh, I suspect that's because he has a lot of pride, like all veterans do, right? And for him to have to um, acknowledge that he needed assistance was, I'm sure, very humbling for him because, I mean, this is a special operations soldier who uh, spent his career at the tip of the spear, um, very likely doing uh, you know unspeakable things to bad people all across the globe. And in this moment, he needed a hand. Uh, he needed a hand up. And we were there to provide that for him. And, um, you know, I just told him, I said, hey, look, man, I grew up in a food insecure home myself. Um, I'm not ashamed to admit it that, you know, my mom needed help at times. And, you know, the local food pantry and our church was there for us when I was a kid. And I'm just glad that, you know, I can share this full circle moment with you that I'm here to help you on behalf of military missions in action. And uh, there's no shame and no judgment. And, you know, whatever you need, man, we're here to help you. And and so, you know, we bonded over our shared experience in the military, jumping out of airplanes. And then, you know, I shared him my personal story. And, you know, at the end of that 15, 20 minute interaction, you know, he said, hey, look, I can't thank you enough for this. Uh, it means the world to me and my family. And um, when I get back on my feet, I would like to volunteer uh, with military missions in action. And um, yeah, I mean, that's a perfect example of why I do what I do and uh, why, you know, our dozens of volunteers have given over 3,300 hours already uh, this year uh, in support of our mission. So, yes, it's very purposeful, very meaningful and and obviously near and dear to my heart, Jason. Well, and and I know you to be just an upstanding guy, um, you know, but you're, you, you, like everyone else, has had experiences in your life. Uh, as, as I tell people, I've been humbled before and I'm sure I'll be humbled again. Uh, but but it's it's how you react to that and, and and quite frankly how you treat other people and I think those those experiences mean more than anything um, you know it's great to be riding on top and when everything's going great for you 
uh, that's that's you, you you want that right, but but at True. the same time, it's what I tell my son. You you never know where you meet people. You never know where they're at on the on the timeline of their life, right? And right. they they may have have been at the top of their game, and they may be at the bottom right now, or the, or somewhere in between. Uh, but but how we approach this, and particularly our veterans who have done so much, who have given so much, but but really just people in general. Life is about relationships, and if if you don't understand that, then you're probably missing out, right? But but uh, uh, for those that, that that understand that and what what you and I are talking about, I, I know that speaks to their heart, and really do appreciate all that you're doing. Um, and we're going to keep you on. We go to the break, but we'll be live on video during the break if you're watching uh, watching the show. And then, of course, uh, we'll have you back on after the break. But you are listening to All Things Sane. I've got my good friend Greg Gephardt on here, Executive Director of Military Missions in Action. We'll be back with him shortly. I also got in studio a real treat for me, Jeff Pillars, and a longtime friend, first-time co-host of the show. It's so. a re- real treat for somebody anyway. <laughs> we'll be back in just a minute. Thanks for listening to All Things Sane. That was a great story. Yeah. It only takes one of those. It's a... It only takes one. Keep it right here. Only takes one. Greg, thank you. That's a, I, yeah. You know, that is a great story to share. And I mean... Yeah. Changes. All it takes is one. Yep. One That's great right. story and like that makes all the difference in the world. It, it sure does, Jeff. And, you know, there are days when you're slugging along and, you know, you wonder, hey, am I making a difference in the world? Is anybody feeling the impact of our work? And then, you you know, you have those interactions with Ruben. And, you know, what I didn't share with you all was um, my middle daughter, my nine-year-old daughter, was homesick from school that day. So it was a daddy-daughter work day. And so she was with me and... Um, it was a great teaching moment for my daughter. Sure. I, I'll say that, right? Um, and so um, it, it was, you know, to open her eyes that not and Ruben's daughter was there too, actually. And and so my daughter got to interact with her with his daughter a little bit, and it was a it was a um, yeah, it was an educational drive home, right? Uh, from that interaction about how you know some people just at times need a, need a hand up and uh, we're happy and blessed to be able to do it. And, you know, the Lord has given us so much in our lives that we can give back to others. So yeah, it was awesome. The thing that people don't understand and, and you have to, and a lot of times it's hard to convey the message is that what they're going through right now is a snapshot in time. Amen. Yeah. You know, yep. this is not, this is not forever. It's right now. Yeah, and this will all be this will all be in the past. But again, that the impact of that situation will last with him and with you and with people that hear this for years and years and years to come. Yeah, and Jason, you hit the nail on the head. Um, You you mentioned uh, you know sharing that with Jackson. You never know where people are on their journey in life, right? And they might be at the highest of highs or. You know, they might be at the lowest of lows and just need a little bit of empathy and grace. And unfortunately, in today's um, you know today's culture where we're always quick to act and judge immediately, I think if we just showed people a little bit more grace and empathy, um, the world would be a better place. You know, well, it absolutely would be. Uh, you, I mean, you, you watch the toxic. To- I can't ever say that word. How toxic uh, Twitter and 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 social media sure. are, right? People just, yeah. you know, they, 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 they're always coming in with their A game. I guess everything in their life is always perfect. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll be back in just a second. If we lose freedom here, there's no place to escape to. This is the last stand on Earth. All things safe. 
Representative Jason Sane. And we're back on All Things Sane here on WSIC. Uh, joining me in studio today is my good friend Jeff Pillars and my good friend right now uh, who's on air with us, Greg Gephardt. He's the Executive Director of Military Missions in Action. Uh, he was sharing with us some of the stories that uh, some of the people that he's reached and been able to, uh, as an organization, reach out to and, and make an impact into their lives. And uh, again, relationships matter, man. And it's it's just awesome to hear uh, some of the good stories. I think I think it does our heart good. Uh, just to you know, to hear how good human beings can be to each other, particularly uh, with everything else going on in the world right now. Yeah, that's right. Um, you know, uh, we see what's going on. Uh, obviously, what's been going on for months in the Ukraine, um, and you know, currently what's going on in Israel, um, and then you know what's going on uh, on the streets uh, uh, in the United States too. So, yeah, uh, as we were talking during the break. Um, you know, you meet people uh, every day. We cross paths with folks in our lives and we don't know where they're at in their journey. And in this, um, you know, today's day and age where I think many of us uh, think that fo- you know, people live a curated life on their smartphones. Right. You know, they only put the, the good stuff out there on Instagram or Facebook or X or whatever. But um, we're all humans. We're all dealing with struggles. Uh, we're all dealing uh, with challenges in our life every day. And none of us are exempt from those. And so when you're able to, you know, come alongside a, a veteran who, um, you know, is hurting and probably needs help. Uh, it's, it's, it's really, um, it just really warms your heart to be able to be there for them. And, you know, grace and empathy, I think are two things that are lacking severely in, you know, in today's modern society. And, uh, you know, again, I'm just blessed to work, uh, at an organization, um, where we're able to come alongside folks in their time of need. And, uh, you know, Jeff, as you were saying during the break, that's, that's not where they're always going to be. Right. right. That's yeah, just yeah, a yeah. snapshot. Yep. Yeah. And so, yeah. Uh, so I appreciate you allowing me, uh, you know, the opportunity to share that story, Jason. Well, no, I, I appreciate you sharing it with our listeners. Um, you know, again, I always like to, you know, as a dad, you want to, you want to provide sure. to your, your kids, Hey, here's, Here's here's how you recenter yourself in life, right? When you and I have worked together in politics, and it's about as bad as sports or or uh, Hollywood because everybody, you know, gives you their best face every day, you know, in their press release. I always tell our 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 colleagues, hey, uh, remember, you're never as good as your press release says, um, because you you, you want to put forth the best part. And what I mean by that, you want to put forth forth your your best face for sure, right? But but at the same time, you, you look at the, the, some of the toxic environment that's out there on on social media, where people are just always attacking, and um, you know people these keyboard warriors that uh, you know apparently everything's going great in their life because yeah. uh, they're so so quick to to jump on yours or someone else's, and uh, that's just not who human beings are, right? We all have ups and downs. This is the nature of what we do. Um, I had an opportunity years ago when when our fire department was starting up. Uh, a charity, and they call it the ELF Project, which is East Lincoln Fire Department. So ELF, uh, yeah. ELF Project, seems like a, a great name for it, where they uh, go and just what you were talking about, getting toys for kids at Christmas time who were, you know, underprivileged, who who might not have a great Christmas. And um, it was it was humbling to walk around with families and help them pick out toys and other things that they needed, like you know, uh, sweaters and sweatshirts and pants and things of that nature. And then a bike for Christmas for a kid that, that wouldn't get it otherwise. And, you know, look, uh, always with the understanding, there's probably somebody out there taking advantage of it. 
but most times people who are who have a, a lot of self-pride, and there's nothing wrong with that, uh, who have been humbled because of their circumstances, uh, who reach out, and, and I get so much more out of being able to do that than, than right. even what we do at our house, right? Because it's, it's someone sure. who truly needed it. I always, uh, you know, we're blessed. We are. We haven't always been blessed, but we're blessed now. And, yeah. and to know that we can help pass on a blessing to someone else matters so much. And that's really what you do with working with our veterans. I mean, you know, they've, they not only have they you know, served their country, but, you know, they're human beings too. They've got spouses, they've got kids, they've got pressures, they've got, you know, have had some of the best jobs and sometimes they're maybe looking for work. So uh, they can be down on their luck, but it doesn't make them a bad person. It doesn't make them a burden to anybody. It's just a snapshot in time. That's right. Um, yeah. Uh, I just wanted to hit on something, uh, you, you said there, um, you know, about, uh, being there for folks, um, you know, and helping veterans when they need it. Uh, we got a most generous donation from Smithfield foods a couple weeks ago that really, um, allowed us to, um, get further out there, uh, and deeper into the communities, um, across the state. And, um, you know, uh, with Veterans Day coming up, I, I wanted to make sure I, I, I highlighted this too. Uh, you know, uh, like Ruben, right? Many veterans, uh, as you said, self pride is not a bad thing, right? But there are times when, you know, hey, you, you got to self center or be honest with yourself and say, hey, look, I, I do, I could use uh, a bit of assistance right now. But um, so uh, we had a veteran, um, uh, Alicia Lear, uh, who needed some furniture. Uh, she had established her home in Laurenburg, uh, which is um, uh, Scotland County down there on the South Carolina border. And she had reached out to us months ago and said, hey, I'm, I'm a single mom, got four kids. I need some help furnishing my home. Absolutely. Well, happy to help. And, um, you know, it, it took us, unfortunately, um, you know, it took us some time to get down to her in Laurenburg. Uh, and, uh, you know, we do, on average, we have to do nine to 12 pickups of furniture across the state, bring it back to our warehouse here in Wake County before we have, um, you know, a critical mass of the items that the veteran has requested. Uh, and so unfortunately it took us a while to get to Alicia and I was standing there on her front porch. And, you know, again, we had volunteers from Smithfield foods with us that day. Um, and, you know, I just, I apologized. I said, Alicia, you know, as a you know fellow veteran, I apologize that it took us this long to get to you. And, um, you know, she looked at me in the face, Jason, and said, it's okay. I know that there are other veterans out there um, who probably have more pressing needs than me. And I'm just thankful um, that y'all were able to get to me. And man, that, it just tears you up to know that, you know, there are veterans out there who, who, who have a need, right? And, and they need help, but, um, you know, it takes some time to get to them. But she was just so um, gracious and thankful and appreciative and it didn't matter to her that it took us, you know, uh, a couple months to get to her because she knew that there were other veterans in front of her. And, you know, that's um, that's very common with veterans. And uh, what I mean by that is veterans always know that, hey, it could be worse or and or I'm sure someone has it worse than me. So who am I to raise my hand and say I need help? Um, when I go speak to groups or organizations about uh, our nonprofit and what we do, uh, I always close with, hey, there, there are three ways that you can help us today that don't cost you anything. And, you know, the first two are, hey, find us on social media, follow us on social media, sign up for our newsletter, forward our newsletter, you know, share a social media post on, you know, LinkedIn or Facebook or, or whatever. But then the third thing I leave them with is 
refer a veteran in need. And that might sound crazy, but we all know veterans in our life. There are, we go to church with veterans. Our kids go to school with veterans. Uh, we work with veterans in the workplace. We interact with them at the supermarkets. Um, they're in civic organizations, whether it be volunteer firefighters like you serve, Jason, or you know, uh, Kiwanis or whatever. They're all around us, right? And all of them at some point in their lives are going to need our help, right? But what they're not going to do is show up and knock on your door and say, hey, my name's Greg Gebhardt. I'm an Army veteran and I need your help, right? That's not who we are. We're trained to go to the sounds of the guns, not to say, hey, I need help because of the sounds of the guns. And so I would just offer that to folks. Um, there are veterans in your lives that you cross paths with every day that need help. And they're not going to knock on your door and tell you they need help. So uh, I would ask, you know, this as we you know, are, are approaching Veterans Day here in a couple of days, just have an awareness of those veterans in your lives that might need help, um, because if you wait for them to tell you they need help, you're going to wait forever. Uh, and there are nonprofits across this state who are ready to, to help them uh, in their time of need. Well, when you said that, Jeff and I both were sitting here nodding vigorously yep. that, that we know we know veterans and we know they need help. Um, and see, here's the thing, too. I, I will say, and I've always said, I've said this for years, that taking care of our veterans is up to we the people mm -hmm. because the government you know, has juggling a lot of balls and spinning a lot of plates. And we all know that the, the, the troubles that are inherent in that system. But the people, the, the boots on the ground, so to speak, are the ones that yeah. step up and make it happen. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's an opportunity. I mean, it, it's an opportunity to, get, to do good. Um, Greg, you and I both have a mutual friend that uh, used to couch surf, uh, and, and we won't call him out by name, but uh, yeah. served as a Marine and super guy, big heart. Uh, has landed on his feet and doing fabulous. But when I first met him, he wasn't asking for help, and he desperately right. needed help. He was yeah. in a bad financial situation. Right. Uh, people had taken advantage of his kindness. Um, I mean, life was kind of screwed up for him. And, you know, because other folks took interest right. in him, uh, were able to help him and get him to a good place. And that's that's exactly what you're doing, Greg. Yeah. No, I, I um, and yes, that individual's a fine human being. And, um I don't think his story is that uncommon, unfortunately, as you know. Um, but, um, you know, if you just if you're just having awareness, right, and, and uh, walk alongside those folks, uh, veterans, we're not asking for a hand, uh, a handout. Right. We just need a hand up and we need um, I talked about my, my transition earlier. Um, you know, I was a guy who, you know, I had a four year college degree. I, you know, married my high school sweetheart. I had a huge support structure in my home. Uh, I had a six month old newborn when I transitioned. So, you know, I share that to say I had everything around me that I needed for a successful transition. But man, if I wasn't in a dark place, because I, I felt like, you know, I, I was contributing to society and giving back to the world in uniform, and then I wasn't suddenly. And, you know, I share that to say, what are we doing for those young you know, junior enlisted soldiers that transition after, you know, one tour of service, you know, um, and they don't have that support structure. They find themselves in a foreign place, right? Uh, whether it be a Marine at Camp Lejeune or a soldier at Fort Liberty uh, who's transitioning and now trying to start their life. Um, find that, that young man or young woman in your community, at your church or whatever, and just offer your network to them like, like you did for that gentleman that you just mentioned, uh, Jason. And it, it, you don't know the power of uh, the impact you can have on someone's life with just a simple act of, you know, stopping to say, hey, how can I help you? Or, you know, what can I do uh, to, to get you in a better place? 
Um, and again, it doesn't take a lot. It does. We're right up against the break, Greg. If you hold on just a moment, we'll be back. Perfect, man. I, I want to make sure when we come back that uh, we give an opportunity for everybody that's listening live. Uh, if there's a way to help you all, if they can donate, volunteer, whatever it is, if, the, if that's something you've, are you prepared to talk about that maybe? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. I, um, and I, you know, I kind of put the cart before the horse maybe and talked about the three things you can do to help us. Right. But um, yeah, no, um, would love to uh, give a plug if you're okay um, with that. No, no, perfect. It's, it's a great conversation. People, uh, you know, Hopefully we've 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 got them interested, right? And uh, and they'll they'll want to help. I'm sure they do. Yeah, yeah. And then we will get a flurry of calls. Um, the the last segments when we do our call ins, I've I've told two of the candidates to call in that do their victory lap. So we'll we'll get you on and off. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> but appreciate you talking to me and Jeff today. No, thank you. I uh, Jeff, I want to get to your level one day where it says amazing voice talent underneath uh, my name. It doesn't take much. I'm living proof of that. <laughs> <laughs> Do a couple of stupid voices, and all of a sudden you're king of the hill. It's ridiculous. Well, it's so funny because when we first met, we met to a, a guy who was working on film credits in, in North Carolina, right? Okay. And uh, uh, so this is you know ancient history when we still had film credits. And, yeah. Uh, uh, you and I have been in the middle of that fight. He used to work for uh, one of our finance chairs. Okay. Yeah, we got uh, Chris Carney will be waiting. Chris, we'll, we'll get you in here just shortly as we come back from the break. We're going to let Greg Gephardt uh, say his piece, and then we'll get to you, man. Thanks, pal. Appreciate right. you, man. All right, man. Cool. Uh, but, uh, you know, you, then when you, you meet the guy and you've listened to John Boy and Billy all your life, and you hear just a, this voice <laughs> or that voice, you go, that's kind of weird, right? It's so funny. <laughs> oh, people still, I mean, say, do this voice, do that voice. And I used to go, oh, guys, come on. But now I do it. I just jump into it because yeah. they just get such a kick out of it. Oh, they, well, absolutely. Well, every time every so time stupid. I hear um, Ike Turner. and uh, Yo, what's up? <laughs> every time I hear that bit, man. Okay, that's my guy. <laughs> it's so funny. Can't do it now because cultural appropriation. Mm. Right. I can't do Mr. Yaki Soda anymore. No. Because you can't pick on the Asians. Right. You but they still let me do the the Jewish movie reviewer. Well, of course. They still let me do Rabbi. Rabbi. Ridiculous. <laughs> well, you know, comedy is 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 making fun of yourself and everyone else. Sure. Right. I mean, it's, it, it's not funny until someone gets hurt, and then it's hilarious. Right. Exactly. We're getting ready to get back on, Greg. We'll get you on, and then uh, we'll get to Chris. Welcome back to All Things Sane. Uh, I am your host, Representative Jason Sane. Joining me in studio today is my good friend, Jeff Pillars. And on air with us has been Greg Gephardt. He's the Executive Director of Military Missions in Action. Uh, Greg, before we let you go, I want to make sure that folks who have been listening to your story and to the story that you have to tell about helping veterans across this state, how can they help if they want to help? Yeah, well, first and foremost, thank you for your help. Uh, as a senior appropriator in the House, um, for your listeners that may not be aware, um, you know the state the state gave uh, um, nearly thirty eight million dollars to uh, veterans issues and their causes in the latest budget. So, Jason, thank you for that. Um, that will go a long way um, to helping veterans across the state. But for listeners who uh, might want to support military missions in action, 
You can find us on the web at militarymissions with an S in action.org, militarymissionsinaction.org. Um, you can find us on Facebook, uh, again, Military Missions in Action. Um, and those two ways, uh, we're also on Instagram, X, um, at MMIA27526, the zip code here in Fuquay Verena. But yeah, just find us on the web, find us on social media, Military Missions with an S in action.org. Um, and if you're inclined and can make a financial contribution, uh, we will always take that 90, 90 cents of every dollar, 90% of every dollar we raise goes directly to programming. Uh, for those that maybe didn't hear it earlier, we only have three uh, full-time employees. And so, um, but yet with only three full-time employees, we assisted over 4,500 veterans in 2022. And we couldn't do that without the support of, of folks that um, like the listeners of your show and those across the state. So yeah, militarymissionsinaction.org on the web. And if you would like to volunteer with us, you can fill out an application on there to volunteer. We serve all 100 counties in North Carolina. Uh, and in fact, we'll be back out to um, Salisbury uh, in a couple of weeks to make another furniture delivery. So yeah, thank you so much for the time, Jason. Thanks for all your support of veterans and their causes. And as I said, don't forget, um, you know, Saturday the 11th, um, if folks are willing to pause for a moment, reflect on uh, all the freedoms and um, blessings that we enjoy here in the United States as a result of veterans. Greg, thank you. Thank you for your service and thank you for your continued service and serving other veterans. Thanks so much. Great to have you on. Uh, I, now, uh, you know, I told you it's the uh, great sign harvest, Jeff, that uh, the, yeah. the great pumpkin has planted them. Uh, and uh, so I'm, I'm sure we're, we're disrupting uh, our new newly elected, I guess you call him mayor-elect because he hasn't taken the office yet. Chris Carney, new mayor of Mooresville. Chris Carney is joining us uh, on the phone now. Chris, Good morning to you, sir. Thanks, Jason. It's great to talk to you, pal. Uh, I, I always say this, and I'll say it again. If you ever decide to leave the General Assembly, you you, uh, you and the radio go wonderfully together. Well, I've got the face for it. I've always been told. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, you got you got Jeff Pillars in the studio with me. So, uh, with we're, the same face. With the so same face, yeah. right. Two, two ugly fat guys on the radio, man. <laughs> Uh, but it's what we do. Uh, but you smoked them yesterday, almost seventy percent in that mayoral race. That's uh, and 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 you've been out of that game for a while. And uh, your competition was a sitting uh, town councilman. Uh, that's an impressive win, my friend. Thank you, brother. Yeah, uh, he, you know he served the last twelve years. Um, you know, obviously we've been out for ten, um, and, and, and it's interesting because. It just goes to show you there's a lot of focus, as you know, on Mooresville because we're probably about the 19th or so biggest town or city in North Carolina. And so many have been kind of going, you know, more liberal. And so a lot of people are wondering, was that going to, you know, with us having Mecklenburg County right at our doorstep, were we going to go that way as well? And um, and it's nice to see that that's, that's not really what Mooresville is looking for, just good old common sense government. And uh I ran on that, and I tell people all the time, we, we, our message was simple, getting back to customer service, getting back to the citizens of the customer, and, and we need to provide a service to them. And that's, that's first of all, taking their calls and quit making all these reasons why they got to go through, you know, everything in the world to get somebody to get back to them. It's, it's just a bad way of doing business, especially for somebody who pays your salary. So uh, I ran on that, and obviously it must have been a message people liked because, yeah, it was about a 70-30 win. Well, it's, it, your point's very, very well made. Um, you know, it's like when people call my office, right? They don't, they don't want to call state government. They don't want to call city government. 
Uh, that is not the thing that they got up this morning and wanted to do. So when they're calling, they probably do need something. Yeah, we get the occasional people who want to, you know, just, uh, you know, complain or, and so forth. But but most of the times they're really looking for help. And when they don't get it, uh, they, that's why people have a negative attitude toward their, you know, whether it's city or county or, or state government. They they want someone to just respond to them. Sometimes it's just to hear them out. They want to be heard. They want to yeah. be heard. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I tell my staff that all the time. That's exactly right. Her, her, Go ahead. Yeah. Her, well, they want to be heard. And then they want to know the next day that you actually did something about it that you did. And you know, this people don't understand the lines of government like you and I do. And so often they're told, well, that's a county issue. That's a state issue. That's a federal issue. I, 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 you know, the, in my last 10 years, because, you know, you and I are so close with like Patrick, you know, McHenry, um, we saw how many, how many times you get called about passports. I, I bet I get 10 a year wow. and, right. and, and I could say, oh, that's a Congressman McHenry issue. You should call him. But no, you and I both do the same. And we pick the phone up and we call his office and we get them connected because typically they're in a panic. They're trying to take their family to on, on, on a on a trip. You know they've saved up for, it and somehow somebody's passports got inside that six month window. And, and you know it's it's stuff like that that you, it sounds simple and, and, and to the rest of the world. But I'll tell you right now, to that one family, it means the world that day when you fix their problem. Constituent service. I, I, I you know I, you know at the legislature you got folks. We don't pay them a lot. Uh, so it's usually their first job out of college, uh, and they're and they're on a trajectory to go do something else. But I always tell them when they come to work in my office, hey, if you one listen, uh, two interpret what they just told you, and then three help them find the solution. Even if we can't provide the solution, we point them right. point them in the right direction. Right. Uh, then then you've done the world for them. And, you know, no is, one, not an option. Um, yes, we're here to help you. And unless you're, you know, unless it's bad behavior, we're going to do our best to try to do that, right? And and so, um, you know, and, and you'll get rewarded more more times than not. Like you say, I mean, the passport's a great example. I, I did one just last week. Uh, someone called me. Um, just what you described it was actually a, a, a trip that they weren't expecting to take. And, and so they were... They were just overjoyed that they were going to get to do this thing, except for they just ran into a brick wall because they weren't going to get to do it because they couldn't get their passport wow. done. And we just picked up the phone and called the congressman, and and uh, and they had somebody that could help. And you know, in in a matter of a couple of days, we had it turned around. And that's not normal. That's you know, you, they really want you to try to do that stuff within the time frame that's set out there. But in special cases, they can help you, and and they do. But Chris, your point is that you know people just want. They, they, they want to feel like they're heard and, and that you can point them to a solution. I get calls about garbage pickup. Not not my area. Nobody wants to hear that's not my job. It's, hey, that's not what we do in our office, but we know who can help you. Let us connect you with those people. And it, it means the world to them. So what are your well, big... I will also pass on to... I'm going I'm to have lunch with uh, Representative uh, Mills, so I will uh, let him know that you also said hello because I've, I've told him that... I'm not wasting any time. I'm getting ready to wear him out on some constituent service, man. We need some road money in Mooresville, and I'm going to wear him out for it right day one. Well, I, you know, my my channel idea is always an option. <laughs> we can we can channel under Lake Norman. <laughs> we can we can do it north and south, east west. We just go right under the lake. I mean, nobody's using that property underneath. You've heard of the big dig. This could be that bigger. Is, 
Jeff, I got to share with you. You're going to laugh about this. My daughter interned for Jason years ago. She's at law school now. and But back in the day, she interned while she was an undergrad. And she came home one day and she said, Daddy, do you know how many times when I check messages, somebody either says that, that uh, makes Make, says, says that Jason is fat or he needs, or I hope he dies. She goes, what is going on in the public? And I'm like, baby, it is. And then she goes, and then they laugh and they call back and say, I prayed about it and what I said to you was mean. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I get those too. I don't think but people realize. I get those too, but it's usually from my family. So. <laughs> Well, you know, the, the, you, you, you you just take it, you absorb it, and go on. I I, I got one uh, the other day. My my staff loves to record them for me, and then send them as a video. <laughs> and uh, and we had this guy. He was obviously not a fan and uh, a little perturbed. Also, judging by the accent and the fact that he called five other legislators, also probably not my constituent. But nevertheless, uh, he he felt compelled to call. And uh, and I played it for uh, Coach Pogey at UNC Charlotte. I said, you know, because he he was getting criticism for some of the you know the, the lack of wins, and now they're on a uh, hopefully on a winning streak. But uh, uh, I said, look, man, our, our jobs are very similar. And I played him the uh, the uh, the message. He says, Oh my God, that's that's far worse than any sports fan I've ever heard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so hey, man, you're crazy enough, and you ran for it again. You knew better. You've served in public office, and you did it anyway. I did. I'm proud. I mean, like I said, I love this town, man. And it's so, uh, and you know, it, it's hard because, you know, like in a Senate district, as you know, like even a house district, it's such a big footprint sure. that, um, but you always have love for the town that you, you know, that you live in. And I'm really excited about the opportunity to go to work every day for the, you know, my neighbors. And, um, that's actually, I would never have done it except for that. And I'm really, really excited to get to jump in. Well, I, I know you love the job, and you are passionate about Morrisville. Uh, you know, you, you chose to live there, and if you hear Chris tell his story about why he chose Morrisville, he just fell in love with it early on, well before you were ever serving in public office, and uh, I think that's a, a credit to you, and I, I know the citizens will appreciate your service and what you will do uh, as you serve as mayor. Uh, it, it's fun to watch somebody who is who's enjoying their work, and you don't you don't have to do this. You're not you're not using this as launching into your next career. You've kind of been there and done that, and then just wanted to you know right the ship and come back. So, I, to your credit, man, I, congratulations, and uh, want to give you an opportunity to do a victory lap. Uh, Jeff and I have been in here telling telling more stories and jokes. We're getting ready to go to lunch, and uh, you tell Representative Mills we said hello. Thanks, pal. Appreciate you guys. All right, take care. You've been listening to All Things Sane on WSIC. We'll be back next week. Thanks for listening. The new 105.9, 100.7 WSIC, Statesville, Mooresville, North Charlotte.